Did you know that chainsaws were originally invented for aid in childbirth? Ew, no. Yeah. Are you lying? <laughs> I'm not lying, I swear. I mean, if, if BuzzFeed is right, I swear. <laughs> no, I believe it. I mean, one of the most compelling uh, articles I ever read about, like against gun violence was a doctor who was like, look at all the tools we use whenever we have to dig bullets out of you. And it was like screwdrivers and wrenches. It was like straight up a toolbox. Like it was horrible. That is insane. I wonder what they used the chainsaw on though. I don't know. I mean, I clicked the link and it's just like an old school chainsaw with like a wooden handle. So mm. I don't know. That's not great. But how are you this week? I'm good. I am like, it's only the middle of the week. <laughs> I, I can't, like, it's just, it's felt like a long week. I think the weather's had a lot to do with it, though. I feel like it's been a really long time since I talked to you. I mean, like, podcasted with you, not actually yes. talked to you. <laughs> it does feel like a long time since we've podcasted. But um, it feels good to be back. Even though it's probably been like five days. Yeah, it's been like literally exactly the same amount of time as it normally is. No. <laughs> like I said, it feels like it's been a very long week. It's just, I, everything just feels long lately. Yeah. No, I completely feel you. I have those days a lot. Yep. Around this time. Um, but how are you? Are you doing good? I am. I'm good. Um, I got to talk to Jamar a little bit ago, so that's always good. Always eases my mood a little bit, so I'm not so, like, anxious and spastic as I normally am. (laughs) Well, that's good. That's probably really good for your, like, cortisol levels, you know. Yeah, all of that. I'm just really chill after I talk to him, and it's good, and we're almost done with this deployment, so. Yeah, that's amazing. I'm very excited for you guys. Thank you. Um, well, let's get into it. If you want. Sweet, Amina. <laughs> um, <laughs> well. No, I don't, actually. Like, what are we talking about this says. Um, Well, honestly, the inspiration for this week is... I feel like a million babies are being born right now or about to be born. There's so many new Facebook babies or soon to be new Facebook babies that I kind of figured we would um, take a small trip down memory lane and, you know, share our birth and labor stories, share some of our, you know, things we've learned, things we were fearful of, advice, stuff like that. Uh, Sounds great. Um, so to really start it off, which will be very random because like no one else will be able to relate to what I'm about to say, but, um, I had the strangest coincidences like with my kids' births. Um, they were both, How so? they were both born on Tuesdays. They were both born four days after the full moon. They, Ariana was four days early. Kanan okay. was four days earlier than Ariana. Okay. Um, while I was like writing this, that's a stretch of a coincidence, but I'll let it pass. <laughs> really, all those fours? You think it's no? <laughs> These are stretch of coincidence. And then I realized as I was writing, my mom died at four forty-four. 
Really? And then my uh, my Ariana. Okay, the four. Okay, I'll take that one. I'll let that one pass. Yeah. Um, I think it's. You don't think it's crazy that Ariana was born four days early and Kana was born four days earlier than her? I thought no, because technically it could just be like Kanan was eight days early. Yeah, it's still a month. that that, but that's so like due dates are weird because like due dates are weird for me. But the four, but like the mom, your mom thing, that's what tied it all together for me. Uh, that's the coincidence for me. Ariana was born at the exact time that my dad's dad died on the exact day like and he died over in jordan so like converted like she was born at 11 16 at night and he was born whatever how many hours i mean he died however many hours after whatever the time difference is um oh okay 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 does everybody else get what i'm saying (laughs) yeah okay so like it wasn't you said that she was born at what time? She was born at eleven sixteen. So he didn't So die. it wasn't eleven sixteen, it was like uh four sixteen. Yeah, there you go. That's exactly what, what happened. Um, except obviously I mean he born he was he died when I was almost six months old. So um it's not like it was the same day, but it's not it wasn't the same date, but it was the same day and time. Um, um what else was there? Oh, I think that was it for the coincidences. But I think all that stuff is super freaking weird. And if I a third, I am interested to see. And it concerns me that that baby could possibly be born at 38 and two days or something like that, whatever the four days earlier would be. See, I don't think I have many coincidences. Like, Lincoln was born three days early Aubrey was born three days late yeah Aubrey was born three days late Lincoln was born three days early that would be like my only like Like, the fact that my pregnancies were exactly the same exactly yeah well that's super interesting because I do want us to like talk about our similarities and differences between the two pregnancies and and birth so might as well just get into it that's really strange to me it's crazy that they were exactly the same. I found okay. So with both of them, I did not miss. I I don't know what my body. I I want to donate my body to science when I'm done with it because I want them to figure out. Like I don't I don't have like typical like 31, 30, 28 day cycles or well, sixty or whatever day cycles. Yeah. I have the weirdest cycles ever, but I know when they're coming. Like, I know how, like, it sounds weird. Like, I'll have one in the beginning of January and then not have one until the end of February and then have one again the beginning of April, like, and then at the end of April, like, that's how it's, or I just won't have one for, like, nine months. Right. But I I don't, like, miss, like, periods or anything, so... I found out both times, like, with both of my kids, that I was pregnant very early on, like, four weeks. Mm. And so, from that point out, I was sick every single day. I didn't crave the same foods, but I did have, not weird cravings, but intense cravings. So, if I craved something, I had to eat it every single day, all day, like... With Aubrey, it was Chalupas at Taco Bell. With Lincoln, it was Caramel Bugles. Um, Ew. 
What? What? Caramel bugles are the oh, shit. Oh, my God. Have you ever had a caramel bugle? No, but why would I want to? It's so good. It's, like, salty and sweet. I have a hard time believing you. It's, seriously, I thought it was gross, too. Jamar brought it, and I was like, ew, this is disgusting. We, I, we, but mainly <laughs> me, ate so much of it that... Like, they had to carry more in stock at our, like, neighborhood gas station. Oh, my gosh. That's hilarious. Because Jamar would buy, like, three bags. That's so Um, But, yeah, mine weren't – neither of mine were different. Like, they were very similar. I found out early with both pregnancies what the gender was. I had a boy my second go-around. But for the most part, my pregnancies were very similar. Like – physically wise that's funny I feel like mine were super different I mean even just like writing out the similarities and difference just for giving birth I had like way less similarities oh, than birth? I did different pregnancies exactly the same um yeah so what about your births how did they differ from each other um well I had Lincoln three day three days early, so I wasn't really prepared to go into labor. I guess. Did you um, think you'd be late again? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um. So when it happened, I was just like, "Okay, this is happening. This is happening." I tried to stay as calm as possible. For some stupid reason, I tricked myself into thinking that hypnobirthing would work. <laughs> and I tried really hard. I mean, for some people it does. I'm not going to knock it because for some people it does really work. It did not work for me. And I, I also have asked it. So if you're going to do something mm-hmm. full, fully do it, but I, I they start practicing like the moment the stick is positive. I did not, <laughs> but I tricked myself into thinking that it was going to be easier this time around. And it wasn't. I had two epidurals with Lincoln instead of the normal one, or in some cases, none. But I had two epidurals with Lincoln because I had a training person do mine, and she did it wrong. Um, yeah, or something like that. I don't know. It was very traumatic. I also, they gave me IV pain medication with Lincoln, which I didn't have with Aubrey. And it was, it made th- things a hundred times worse. Really? Yeah, it it's really good for about five seconds. It makes you feel drunk. Uh, That's all it does. And it's fentanyl. Yeah, yeah. And then they just and then everywhere. It makes you really sick. It only lasts for a little while. Um, I got an intense headache because of my blood like I'm not a skinny person. I'm never gonna be like a tiny person. I mean I'm working on it. I'm, I never think I'm going to be tiny. They use this <laughs> too small blood pressure cuff. Oh, gosh. So my blood pressure was skyrocketing on the monitor, and it was hurting my arm. And on top of everything else, I got a headache. It was just my doctor yeah. wasn't there. It was traumatic. It was uh, Lincoln's birth was really concerning. Yeah. And, I mean, he came out, and I don't know if I should trigger warning the trigger warn trigger warn this um he came out not breathing yeah so that was also kind of just and I was so out of it that I was just like what's up what's going on (laughs) and I look over at my mom and she looks terrified and I mean with Aubrey I dealt with Aubrey being in the hospital for three weeks after her birth so I just 
was kind of like numb to it at first yeah I think you probably were like I can't believe this is like again yeah (laughs) yeah I can't believe that that it's happening again I was I mean I remember there was times when literally like obviously you wouldn't respond because you were giving birth and like in labor and stuff and I was really concerned um I believe he was what in the birth canal for hours hours and they broke my water which they did the first time and they realized it didn't work uh which was the problem the first time is they broke my water and she didn't progress um with aubrey yeah with aubrey so she didn't progress so they were like oh we're gonna have to do a c-section or something and eventually she did progress and she came up very quickly but like with lincoln he Aubrey was in my birth canal for all of two seconds. I pushed for less than a minute and she was out. Like it, she just didn't drop or anything with Lincoln. He had dropped and he was in my birth canal, but he wasn't like moving at all. And so he just was sitting there and he aspirated meconium, which is eating your own poop. Um, And so he just couldn't like breathe. And he was the biggest baby in the NICU. He was the Hulk of the NICU. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I remember the little, like, Tears Hospital set up cameras where you could, like, log in and look at him. And I used to, like, check on him all the time. And <laughs> I screenshot a picture, which apparently you're not supposed to do that. Yeah, I still have a few little screenshots that I saved, even though technically I wasn't supposed to. But <laughs> it was a tiny little thing. Um, but, yeah, how, was, how did your two births, uh, like, differ or uh, were the same as each other in what ways? Um, so they were completely opposite. I mean, just completely opposite. I, with Ariana, I had prodromal labor for, I think it was like 32 hours. Well, that, no, prodromal is when you just, have, you have, yes, I had back labor for all of those hours. But what is that? Um, you gotta use, it's when I'm you like, doctor. you not. have all the, labor symptoms but they don't do anything like the point of labor and contractions is to dilate you is to push the baby down you know so it's basically I had was having horrific back labor and but nothing was happening like I wasn't dilating I wasn't a, a facing mm-hmm. I wasn't doing anything um so with her labor wound up being 37 hours start to finish um around hour 32 I want to say is when it like got like I think it started like kicking in um with Kanan super fast like I pulled into the hospital parking lot at 106 he was born at 234 like in the morning um which by the way just side note I think when people are like first-time parents they like want the drama of like middle of the night births but you really don't you do not because you do not sleep. That was one of the things I put in the similarities. I did not sleep for, you know, 35 hours after having each of the kids. <laughs> yeah, you for sure. I, I 100% agree with that because if it isn't a quick process, it's a very long process. Long, right. <laughs> and in that very long process, you don't have, you're in pain. You don't have time to sleep and people are in and out. You are literally awake for two days if you have a long labor like I yeah oh yeah I think with Kanan I didn't even get to my recovery room until like seven o'clock in the morning so 
it, that was horrible. And then, of course, people want to come see the baby and this and that. And did um, you have both of them in the? You said uh, in like in the middle of the night, early mornings. Both of them. Kanan was two thirty four a.m. Ariana was eleven sixteen p.m. So hers wasn't even that late, but it still was a long night. Like yeah. after, because after you know the baby's born. For me, some people, you labor and deliver and recover in the same room. But at my hospital, you got moved after delivery. And um, like, but they let, you, they let you sit in that room for like three hours. So she was born at 11. I didn't go to my other room to where I could actually even settle in until it was like three o'clock in the morning. Did you so, have an epidural with Ariana? I did with Ariana um, because... Okay. After I had Ariana, I was pretty convinced that the epidural didn't work. And after doing some research, people who have back labor, it is less likely to work. But after having Canaan, where I couldn't get an epidural, I know that it worked a little bit. You know, it it definitely took the edge off and it worked great for 45 minutes. And um, it, that 45 minutes progressed my labor. A lot because yeah. I, like I said, I was, you know, I wasn't doing anything. Um, but being able to relax because I wasn't feeling pain progressed my labor. And um, it's interesting though, because with her, like this is another difference, I pushed three times and she was out. Literally, Brandon texted my sister in law, is like one of my favorite stories about Ariana's birth. He texted her at like 11 08 or something and was like okay she's about to start pushing and then at 11 16 he's like she's here you know so <laughs> like I think my sister I was like wait what <laughs> what's happening um so she was super quick with Kanan he got stuck he got stuck behind my pubic bone and um well I mean the thing with him is he was coming fast and furious so for the fact that he got stuck was like shocking i mean it's like it was something i wasn't expecting um like one of my favorite stories about his birth is brandon says that at one point i basically looked at all the nurses and the doctor and i was like you guys have got to stop i have to do this on my own and he was like <laughs> you that's it, you just you gave birth in such a U way <laughs> and i was like laughing at it but thankfully my doctors and nurses were amazing and they they did they kind of backed off and i like turned on my side and i literally could feel him slide out of whatever position he was in and then he was born like they didn't even have time to break down the bed the doctor sat on the end of the bed as Kanan was coming out. Well, the reason why I asked about that epidural, though, was also because back to, like, night births, mm. if you have an epidural, a lot of first-time moms don't realize that if you have an ep- when you have an epidural, y- you can't be moved until you oh, can yeah. walk. Like, you have to be able to walk to the bathroom, and they have to do all of that before they can move you or you can, I guess, conti- they, before they can leave you alone for a little bit. And then epidural does not wear off very quickly. And you think it wears off after a little while. And if you're a person like, I was like, oh, I'm yeah, good. I'm totally good. And I like yeah. fell off. The no, I went to stand up and the nurse was like, wait, wait. And like, I stood up. And one, not only yeah. did just super gross. And honestly, labor and delivery nurses are saints. They are saints. Like with my first birth literally the nurse was there like stretching out my vagina 
It was <laughs> insane. Like, no, she was you getting turn this podcast X rated. <laughs> you have to put a mature content label. <laughs> um, no, she was yeah, sitting at the end of the bed with baby shampoo, like pouring it over me, stretching out my vagina as Ariana was crowning. Um she was amazing. She was so funny. I she was an Asian woman and when Ariana was born this lady screams she looked like me it was the <laughs> oh, funniest yeah. thing. i remember that uh, yes you had uh, a super asian nurse <laughs> yeah and she was so funny and like well i this part i didn't exactly appreciate at the time but ariana had a like extreme amount of hair and while ariana was crowning she's like screaming to the nurses that are like outside she can hear outside the door and are like come look come look and she's like sitting there playing with ariana's hair as she's coming out and she asked brandon if he wanted to touch it and he was like no <laughs> no <laughs> um, i'll touch it once it's out <laughs> yeah <laughs> i have a lifetime to touch her hair always <laughs> but that was funny um um some more differences though between them ariana had the her cord wrapped around her neck two times mm. um I tore with Ariana, but not with Kanan. Um, with Ariana, I never actually had time little contractions. And I guess that's, you know, do the back labor. Like I labor, it was just completely different. So freaking different. Um, the labor between both of them. And like with Kanan, I had t- time little contractions, but they were completely erratic. Like they'd be three minutes, eight minutes, one and a half minutes. Like it was, it literally was just my instinct. That was like, it's time to go. Yeah. And if we would have waited any longer, I would have, Brandon was running red lights to get there. Like, if we would have waited any longer and Kanan didn't get stuck, he would have been born in the car, which would have been unfortunate because I would not, I, no, I would have had to pay to get that cleaned up. Um, My sister's water broke in her car. mm, They say put like towels and stuff down, which I did, but yeah, I would not want to deal with that. I'm going to like, if I ever have a third baby, I'm literally going to buy a tarp that I put over the entire seat just in case um what about noise like I was silent with when I was pregnant when I was um in labor and giving birth to Ariana I didn't make a sound I was in so much pain I retreated to the deepest depths of my soul Um, and was silent like personal sound or like sound around you no like did you scream like oh yeah I'm a if you know me you know I'm a cursor. Like I curse. I I curse to the point where you're just like, what did you just say? Like I am that type of curse person yeah. who curses. Like I just, it's part of who I am. It's me. And I did not hold back on my nurses, doctors, anybody. I was also really pissed off my second time around because my doctor wasn't there. Yeah. And she promised me that she would be there. And she had just had to take a vacation with her daughters. <laughs> um, but I was just like, I remember at one point, I mean, exorcist style turned my head to the side at Jamar and was just like, here's everything I fucking hate about you. I hate your fucking, like, I was just like, <laughs> like, that's hilarious. I, I was just like, you're a little whore. Like, I just was like, <laughs> straight up exorcist style. Like, I did not. My mom was in the room both times, and I did not care. Like, I did not care. My stepdad was in the room, I think, both times. 
And I just did not get, like with my mom, I say a lot of things around my mom that I wouldn't say around my stepdad. Yeah. And I didn't care at all. Like I was just like, the I was cold and the nurses, I kept saying that I was cold and the nurses and the doctors kept walking in with sweaters on. And I got irritated and I was like, all these bitches think they can wear sweaters in my fucking room. But then I ask for a blanket. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, yeah. It was, yeah. I had a lot of noise both times. I didn't like, uh, I think I said one thing to my doctor, but I can't really remember. Brandon would have to remember. But I, um, oh, I remember what it was. Yeah. No, with Kane and I was like screaming. I mean, I was screaming in pain and they have like scientifically proven that women can get these like low guttural tone grunts, like when they're in labor, I, like, I guess when you're like transitioning and stuff. And that was totally me. Brain was like, I've never heard those noises come out of you ever. Like he was like, I didn't even know that they were possible. Um, and then, so I was super in pain and my doctor was like, um, all right, let's, let's settle down with that. It, uh, does nothing for you. And I don't want to hear it. It was something like that. And he's a, he's like, he's like a dry sense of humor. I love him. Like he delivered, he went up delivering both of my kids, even though there was a bunch of doctors at the practice. Um, and our personalities meshed and I basically was like, fuck you to that because. Yeah. Was, you know, and it was real inappropriate to say. <laughs> in that moment. Um, but yeah, so that was different. Um, do you have any things that you would do differently if you do it again? Um, with Aubrey, my... <laughs> yes. <laughs> with Aubrey, my one regret, and I will tell everybody this, it's the advice I give all first-time moms. If your body is not ready to go into labor, it is not going to go into labor. It doesn't matter what you do. You can get your cervix... What's that thing called? When they go in there and they... Oh, the membrane sweeped. Yeah, yeah. You, they can sweep your membrane. They can do all of that. It might help, but it'll only help if your body is ready. Do yeah. not, under any circumstances, drink castor oil to try to jumpstart your labor. I made that mistake with Aubrey, and I wake up in the middle of the. I wake up in the middle of the night still, like <laughs> in a panic, thinking that I drink castor oil because. With Aubrey the first time around, Jamar came home a few days before I gave birth. Um, not a few days. It's probably like six days before I gave birth, a week before I gave birth. And I was three days late and he had to leave at some point because he was over here on leave. So I didn't want him to leave without me giving birth. So I tried, tried everything. I... Took some castor oil. There's a vine of me out there. I'm pretty sure it's gone now. That vine's gone. Rest in peace. <laughs> but uh, of me drinking castor oil, went to bed, woke up, and it was so bad that Jamar didn't come and help me. And when I asked him later about it, he was like, I didn't know what to do because it sounded really bad. He was oh, like, I, I couldn't. I was in, I mean, I was. Castor oil literally just like takes everything. It's like a hardcore laxative. It takes everything out of you. And then once everything's out of you, it uh, rings your intestines and your stomach dry. Mm-hmm. Like it's, and it hurts. Like it's not, it, it hurts. Like I was screaming because it hurt so bad. But 
because it stimulates your system, it's supposed to trick your body into starting labor. It doesn't work. Mm. Yeah. I've, I haven't, I don't think I've ever heard a success story of castor oil. Yeah. You successfully kill yourself because that's just terrible. Yeah. <laughs> heard a lot of horror stories. Do you have any sure. advice or things you would do different? I do have some advice and things I would do differently. Um, things I would do differently. I left her for 24 hours with Kanan. I think I would stay the full 48 hours next time. Although I say that and it's not true. I just say that today because my kids were driving me nuts. So 48 hours away from them seems nice, but it's really not when there's doctors and stuff going in and out constantly. Um, I think I would try and see if Brandon would want to actually catch the baby, which is not something he would actually be interested in, but I think it would be cool. And if he didn't, then I would try. Um, but I'm also very out of it. Kourtney Kardashian style. Yeah. Was totally. it Kourtney Kardashian? But I, I think so. Yeah, where she went down and pulled Mason yeah. up. Yeah. I think I would try that. But I'm super out of it when I give birth. Like, I really get that pregnancy haze. It's true that you just forget everything, you know. Um, but I'm too grossed off by the, blood. They couldn't even put a mirror the, down there. Oh, yeah, that's part of my advice. Don't do the mirror. Let's get to my advice. So, wait, what? I can't even read my own handwriting. Um, I, okay, first thing, quick and easy. Don't overpack your bag. I, one, hospitals have horrible germs. Literally with each of my kids, I threw out everything I brought. So bring the least amount of things, wear the damn hospital gown. You know, I know people are like, but I have visitors, have less, have less visitors. If you don't want to see them in your hospital gown. Um, They also give you so much. They do give you so much. I mean, literally bring an empty bag in for all the stuff that they give you. Um, uh, Take whatever meds they give you, even if you don't feel in pain at them in the moment, um, because the pain will hit. Um, you know, have a loose plan of how things are going to go. Completely understand that they can change at any moment and you have no control over what's happening. Um, enjoy the moment. Take as many pictures as possible. I regret that. Mm-hmm. I have, I have, I have one picture that Brandon took of me when I was in labor and then I have zero with Kanan just because it happened so quickly. Um, and I was trying to be more like aware of the situation with Kanan and I took more pictures myself. Um <laughs> Did you say yeah? I was waiting for nobody else. <laughs> um, um, no, I would 100% agree with that and the picture thing. With Lincoln, my mom and stuff came down, but with Aubrey, my sister was there. And so I have videos, pictures, like there's like so many like little, like little vids that she took. There's so many like. That's awesome. I have with Aubrey's birth I just have so many like things because her I mean when they get to get when her and Jamar get together it's like two children so they were like playing around and it's a lot of videos of them and just me in the background like dying in labor (laughs) yeah like I I'm just imagining that um I would totally do the birth photographer type thing I mean that being said um I also wanted to go over some things that like no one kind of tells you about birth I'm totally an open person. 
I thought that I'd be one of those people who like would want a bunch of people there. I did not. I do not. Like I enjoy giving birth with Jessamine Brandon. That's all it ever is. Um, with Ariana, especially, I mean, you don't, no one really tells you how messy birth is. Like there's a lot of blood. And for me, every time I was contracting with Ariana, blood was gushing out of me. It's like, I would not want anyone else in the room for that. Um, and I'm not a modest person. And by you also any means. can't control, especially if you have like an epidural of any sort, you can't control um, not just your legs, but yes, farting. And it's very <laughs> embarrassing. If you, I come from a family where we pee with the door open. So like farting isn't like really like, oh my God, in my family. Um, that being said, at one point, my mom, my aunt, my dad, my stepdad, Jamar, and my sister were all in the room uh, when I was giving birth with Aubrey. And it was like peak epidural. And I didn't know I was farting because you can't feel it. But the room knew I was farting. (laughs) Were you there like, what is that? (laughs) You just can't. Uh, At some point, Jasmine just goes, Jamar, please check her. (laughs) Like, please check her. You can't control yourself. And you have to, I mean... It's very disgusting. It's a very disgusting process. It's beautiful, but it also is very disgusting. And you can't, nobody's going to, nobody's going to remind you. Like nobody's, the the people that you have in the room, most of the time are people that are close with you. They're not going to be like, remember that time you shit when we were all in the room while you were giving birth? Like a lot of people aren't going to throw it back in your face. So like with how vulnerable you're being, relax a little bit because. Yeah, no, definitely be in the moment. I. I would love to be in the room when someone gives birth. I've never had the privilege. Really? I think I'd be a, yeah, I think I'd be a great birth coach. I wish um, I would, if we weren't pregnant at the same time. I wish I would have known <laughs> that cuz you could have been I was there when my sister gave birth to my niece and it was yeah, an no, experience. I, I want to see it. I would be like move out the way doctors. I got this. Like I mean, all right, so maybe maybe other people wouldn't want me in the room, but I totally want to be in the room when someone gives birth to mm, my I thought that too until I did it. Oh, really? That makes me more excited. It smells like vocals uh, and it's overpowering. Yeah. Oh, no. Brandon still is like, you just don't know what the smell of birth is. Like, because I couldn't tell, you know, when I was giving birth and he's like, birth has a smell. Yeah, it smells um, like a bag of old nickels. I believe it. I mean, like I said, lots of blood going on. Um, oh, with the mirror, don't fucking use it. Do not <laughs> use it. I was like, hell yeah, bring that mirror in. And I was like, take it away. Take it away. <laughs> Take it away. <laughs> it's disgusting what you see. Like, it was so distracting to me. I could not even continue on. I was like, you have to move the mirror. They were like, just close your eyes. I was like, you have to take the mirror out of this room. <laughs> um, yeah, I, was, I passed on it. I was like, if you put that down there, I will not continue. Yeah, it was horrible. Um, and then, okay, so I have like a little thing of like things you, things no one told you. Like things that I think surprised you. So did you have anything that that you can remember that kind of like surprised you and was like why did I not know that this was gonna happen yeah okay not like I think there's like okay a few things one nobody really tells you that like at some point in your I think this goes for a a lot if not all people that get pregnant at some point in your pregnancy the entire time you know that you're pregnant you may have symptoms you may have worse symptoms than other people you might have no symptoms 
but you get bigger, you feel changes and everything. At some point in your pregnancy, you have a moment where you're like, I have to have this baby at some point. Like, and it's a terrifying moment because you realize that this big giant thing that is inside of you has to come out of you at some point. And it's terrifying. And I think nobody told me that you have like a moment like that. It's scary. And for me, the second time around was worse because you know what's going to happen. Yeah. Um, like that moment for me was a lot harder the second time. And when I got pregnant, I was excited. I was like, I wanted to do labor. And like, I wanted to see how I could do it better and different. But uh, that's like my biggest deterrent for real is thinking about having to give birth again. Um, so and enjoy while you can. <laughs> enjoy it before the moment hit. <laughs> and I think the only other thing um, would be okay this sounds I always tell this to people and it, okay the way that I phrase it is not what I mean I always say <laughs> giving birth is when I realize you have two holes but I mm-hmm. okay, I knew <laughs> I always knew that there are two different places like where mm-hmm. you pee in like your vagina like I knew that there was like piece a pee hole in your vagina I didn't realize the anatomy of it all I guess because when they did my catheter I said I thought that like <laughs> my pee hole was inside of like my birth canal sort of kind of thing I didn't know that like I didn't <laughs> I thought it was just like your vagina and then like your urethra is that what it is urethra is like Mm -hmm. deep inside of there like up there like I didn't know like the anatomy of it all so when they put my catheter in me and they were like we got it you know we the baby all this stuff when I started giving birth and I was like how is the baby gonna come out if like this is inside (laughs) of me and they looked at me like I was the stupidest person they had ever met and they were just like oh honey (laughs) It's not the same. Uh, this is just a testament. Yeah, this is just a testament to sexual education in the good old United yeah, no, States I mean, of America. Like, me and my mom didn't talk about the anatomy of a puss. Like, that's not something we talked about when I was younger. <laughs> and sex ed for me was literally, I mean, we went to school together. We learned about herpes. We learned about gonorrhea. And we learned about yeah. condoms. We didn't learn yeah. about where my urethra is and my pussy. Yeah, no, I agree. Completely lacking. I literally taught, like, only know this stuff is because I used to go to guru.com, G-U-R-L.com. And um, there was also, like, one of my friend's parents bought her the book for girl.com um, or whatever, the book that goes along with it. I'm assuming the book came first and it, like, tells you all that stuff. And it also says, like, how to give a blowjob, how to give a hand job. So it's, like, for girls, not for younger ones. Uh, um. <laughs> but um yeah well I'm glad you figured that out I just didn't know like the placement of it all so when they looked at me like that I was like first of all I'm really vulnerable right you're sticking something in my vagina yeah and you just looked up at me and was just like oh honey no I knew that they like (laughs) I didn't think that my vagina hole was where I peed I just didn't know where the placement was because even when I tell yeah. people that now, they're like, girl, how are you so dumb? Yeah. And you know what, though? There's a lot of people who don't know. A lot of people who don't know. 
Um, but yeah, so on on that vein, uh, speaking of catheters, something that I did not know, like, I had a catheter with Ariana, but not with Kanan. Um, being after having a catheter is super weird. I never felt like I had to pee. I was just so used to peeing be- from pregnancy that I never had like an accident. But so I was like just peeing on a schedule, but I never had the sensation of having to pee. And that probably lasted for like four weeks. Like after? If not longer. Yeah. And I, I've talked to other people who've had the same thing. So it's just something. I had to, a catheter you know, both times and I don't know. I don't know if I've noticed that. Like I know peeing was weird for the next maybe that's what it was. Peeing was weird for the next couple of weeks and I didn't even equate it to like my catheter. The catheter. Well, yeah, I mean, it confirmed it for me after Kanan when that didn't happen. That's weird. Like, and then I looked it up and it was like a thing that happens. Um, the first car ride home is going to be horrible. Choose your hospital wisely. Like mine was with Kanan 45 minutes away and very painful And choose your route home wisely because we have potholes mm. in our neighborhood and oh, me and Jamar purposely, like, because of this reason, me and Jamar purposely drove around our neighborhood and like the different gates that we can go through or not gates, but like turns that we can go through. Cause I, uh, my, the hospital I get birth on is down the street. So it's not, I don't have to get off or anything. So, um, like different ways into our neighborhood and stuff because of the potholes. And I knew coming home was going to be difficult. So we took like the super long way home coming back, but plan your way home because it will make all of the difference yeah i totally agree um for me with the second birth like i did not give a shit about what ariana was doing like the night i gave birth like the night i went into labor before i even knew i was in labor i was super emotional like crying like oh my gosh this is the last time she's gonna be an only child or blah 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 like i was very emotional about it when i handed her off to my brother and sister-in-law I was like girl (laughs) bye like bye like honestly I probably would have like entrusted the person you know manning the front desk (laughs) in the AR at that moment like like if she had to come with us or something like I was like you're gonna be fine um oh a scary one was I broke a shit ton of blood vessels on my face with Kanan I'll post a picture of that like it was alarming Brandon said he was terrified my face was never gonna go back again um I didn't realize how bad it was until someone like I got the call from my sister-in-law who's like I'm gonna bring Ariana up and I went to go like to the bathroom and I looked in my face I was startled it was startling how bad my face looked I think people were trying to like avert their (laughs) eyes like Efforts. And it was just because I was pushing so hard. Um, so just know that that's a thing that can happen. Um, oh, pushing felt good for me. Not like physically, but it was like a means to an end. It felt for me, like knowing I was doing something was very good in the moment. And also with Kanan specifically, once he moved in position, since I didn't have an epidural, my contractions didn't hurt at all anymore. So it was like pushing was a relief from the pain. See, I had an epidural both times. Uh, I don't know about pain wise, but same about pushing. It's very like you can even if you have like I had an epidural both times and I didn't feel pain, but it feels like pushing is is satisfying. Even if you can't feel anything, it's satisfying because 
you can feel like the pressure of everything and you can feel it lowering and coming like out. So it's like a very empowered, I say, I mean, I, (laughs) I say this all the time and I don't know why I say this. I'm always like pregnant or giving birth or childbirth is the best high you could ever have. Like I've never done anything. I don't don't know what what it's like, but (laughs) I'm always like, it's because you feel like if I wasn't strapped to a bunch of stuff, when I gave birth to Aubrey and I gave that final push and I felt her pop out, I wanted to jump up and be like, like, just like rip my clothes off and start running. Like it's a very like, yeah. It's, 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 it's yeah. overpowering. Yeah, for sure. And um, there's n- no better feeling than after you deliver the head and the rest of the body yeah. just kind of slides out. And in that moment, my lungs. Like hardcore <laughs> explicit. <laughs> like graphic I, content. Not for the faint of heart. Yeah, my lungs. I could literally feel my lungs slide. Like place. expanding again. Yes. Oh my God. I kind of want to feel that again, but you know, what's weird. I'm a popper. Like I like to pop pimples. Like I'm a huge, like I watch like all the pimple popping videos and like, I get a sense of legit relief whenever I watch it. And like, if I'm stressed out, I will go to watch videos on YouTube. And, but that was the same thing with giving birth. It was the biggest sense of relief getting that little parasite out of my body. Like, it was amazing. Um, and speaking of the differences, like for everyone out there who is wondering, I suggest getting the epidural. I really do. There, there was a difference in recovery. And for me personally, I probably would try and not do it again. Like I would actually make the choice to not get epidural, but the rewards of it are not enough to where I would ever advise anyone else to not get an epidural (laughs) because the pain is immense it's a lot and it's bad and yeah I mean I'm a huge proponent of epidural I know that now they do like laughing gas uh, apparently they have to be they have to have somebody that's certified to use it on labor and delivery because I didn't have that as an option and I asked for it but they have to have they had to have somebody that was like certified to administer it. I was like, I'd be like, bitch, bring me some paper. You turn the Anybody have some like, you know, those air dust canisters? Like, we can saying. DIY this. You guys, and they were giving. That's a. That's another reason why I was so pissed off with Lincoln's birth. They just they gave me, they gave me fentanyl. They they gave me something for my headache that they were like. Well, if you give birth to your baby within four hours, it should be fine. Like, yeah. Like, oh, God. Like, they just give, they gave me ridiculous stuff while I was in labor. And I'm just like, laughing gas. We're like, no laughing gas. <laughs> yeah, you no, that's something like if you're like. Whipped cream cans. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to eat this motherfucker too. Um, yeah, so if you're touring your hospital, ask about that because that's something I, I would love also, to try. <laughs> Nina's story scare you about how quickly she had her baby um because (laughs) having your baby at home is terrifying but spending nine hour nine plus hours in the hospital 
uh, not in your own bed with people picking and prodding at you is probably the worst thing. Try to stay at home as long as possible. And I totally agree with that. And, you know, this is the most annoying advice anyone ever will give you, but it's the truest one. You will know when it's time to go. You will know your instinct everything in you will be like it's I, I need to get to the hospital and if I mean look I, I'm not a doctor I'm not giving out medical advice if you have any hesitation you should call and you should go in or whatever but for real the whole I don't how will I know when I'm in labor you you'll have, know okay so me and my sister had talked about this before did you have like a oh moment like when you were like before you went to the hospital like, okay, so when I woke up with Lincoln, I'm almost positive I had it with Aubrey, too. But when I w- woke up, when I started my, like, serious contractions right before I went to the hospital with Lincoln, I was having contractions. They were hard. Uh, they were coming quickly together or whatever. And nothing had changed about my contractions. They were still the same amount apart. They were still in the same intensity. But one side of my contractions, for some reason, I just was like, oh, like I felt it and I was like, we got to go. Yeah, definitely. It happened with both of mine. With Ariana, actually, I went, the timeline is kind of fuzzy. I went to the hospital um, like seven o'clock. No, I went to the hospital three o'clock that morning. Because I was like, because actually what happened was I went to the bathroom and I wiped myself and there was a bunch of blood. And, but that was just me obviously losing mm-hmm. my mucus plug. Um, but I got scared, you know, first time mom. So I got scared and I was like, holy shit, something's wrong. We're going to the hospital. Um, got there. They're like, mm, you're like two centimeters, go home. Um, so that's like seven. I got home at seven o'clock in the morning that day. I labored all through the day. Brandon fucking slept. Um, a horrible back labor, could not move. I was literally gripping the door frame. Like I was in so much pain. Um, and then finally I was like around four o'clock is when I was like, we have to go now. And, and you know what Brandon decides to do? He decides to clean up. He decides <laughs> to clean the and fold blankets and do stuff like that. And I'm grateful he did because it kept me out of the hospital longer. And I already was having, you know, I had a extremely long labor with her, but with both of my kids. Okay. So they broke my centimeter. They broke my water once I got to four centimeters with Ariana. Um, with Kanan, my water broke on its own. At the, I, was, I was at the hospital, but I had gotten up to go to the bathroom, and my water broke while I was sitting on the freaking toilet. Brandon was like, I just heard you go, oh, God, in the bathroom. <laughs> and that's exactly what happened. And the, the worst part about it is I, like, got back up on the bed. I didn't even tell anybody. I was so fucking out of it. I was not even like, so my water just broke? Like, the nurse was just like, let me check you again. And I went from a four to a nine in all of four minutes. Uh, and she was like, oh my gosh, you're a nine. <laughs> like literally four minutes before she checked me, I was like four. Um, but once I get to four centimeters and my water breaks, my labors go pretty quick. See, they broke my, like I said, they broke my water with both of them. Funny, this is probably my favorite story about both of my labors. When I was in the hospital with Aubrey, they broke my water. Um after being there for a little bit, not, um, was there for a couple hours. Oh yeah. And so the doctor comes in or whatever, and he like puts a little fucking crochet needle in my vagina and he like pops it (laughs) and he, he pops it. And I like, I hear first, I see my sister like look at it. And then I like, I hear it go like hit the ground. 
I said, like, like this splashing noise. And the doctor goes, whoa, Nelly, I think you won. And I was oh like, what? And I was just like confused. And he, because I had already, I think I had my epidural at that point. And they, the doctor goes, I think you had, that's the most water we've ever seen from a water break. Am I right? And I was just like, what the, I had retained so much fluid and my, because they were projecting Aubrey at close to nine pounds. Yeah, I remember. She was like sick. Because I had retained so much fluid that I just, it was all in my, all in my womb. That's crazy. (laughs) Yeah. It was insane. That is, uh, like, did you hit the doctor in the face? Like, were they wearing one of those shields? And I didn't see it. Like, I didn't see any of the water. I heard it. My sister, thank God for my sister being there the first time because I'm terrified of everything. And so labor was no different. My sister snuck me through the whole time. And honestly, if you're hungry, get somebody to sneak you food like that. The only thing that's going to happen is you're going to poop on yourself. And if you poop on yourself, you poop on yourself. People do it every day. Anyways, you know, that's that's funny because like I was me and Brina were very much like no people in the delivery room with Ariana. Like he was he knows that my family's super loud and overbearing and and he didn't want to get overshadowed at all. And um, (laughs) so and then all of a sudden we get a knock on the door it's not my family it's oh, my friend Brittany with her, her three-month-old who like she just is coming in the room and she's like let me go get you mcdonald's please i'll go get you food and but i was terrified because you know they scare the shit out of you and they're like you're gonna aspirate and yeah. die um so you can't eat. and i was like no 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 so i didn't let her get me any food and i should have and then while she's there guess what another knock on the door and it is my family this time. My dad dragged my mom and my little brother. But I made them No, I got a lot of food. Um, funny that you said Brandon didn't want to be overshadowed because the entire time, and you know how you're in that like weird like haze when you're like giving birth. So you don't really see like it's it's you're seeing yourself, but like you see things normally, but you're seeing it almost like out of body. Yes, I tell people it's like uh, I didn't yeah. have my contacts so on. I remember like seeing like my sister constantly, and with my epidural, they laid me flat with Aubrey. So instead of it like going mm-hmm. straight down to my legs, it like went evenly, and so I was really fuzzy. Like it really screwed my head up. Like it was like f- it was really fuzzy, and so I just remember I kept seeing my sister at some point. She was dressed up like a doctor and was like reading my contractions and was just like making jokes. And the nurse <laughs> came in and was like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. My sister was like, oh, I, I don't work here. Um, <laughs> I remember looking up while I was pushing and my sister was where the husband or the spouse or boyfriend or whatever normally goes, like at my feet. And she was like, we got this. You're doing great. Uh, when Aubrey was... When Aubrey was born, they handed her to my sister. That's so funny. And that's exactly what would have happened. And I can imagine my dad literally being like, okay, I'll catch her. You know, I'll get her. And so I, I feel brainy with that. And his, like, and if we would have had to have my family, we would have had to have his, and his mom is the same way. And, like, it would have just been. Too many people. Thank God Jamar's mom, I don't think, had any interest in being there. Or she she knows me so well that she knows that it would have been too much for me. Yeah. You know, I will say, though, there are 
I don't appreciate the camp out verse. Like I, I think that knowing that you have 60 people from your extended family waiting in the waiting room is super stressful and you can't relax and you can't focus. Like, so as much as I'd love to intrude on someone else's birth, I'd completely get people who are like, we'll call you when it's done. Like it's such a time in your life that is about nobody else, but you and your, your partner, like you don't have to appease anybody. And that's another word of advice I have to give. Find your voice now you know, you're going to be advocating for this little kid for the rest of their life. The perfect time to start is when you're giving birth. And I don't care if that's towards your family or something's not sitting right with you in the hospital. Like you tell that doctor, you want to speak to patient advocate and, you know, you, you have to in that moment, be willing to speak up. Like I did. Like I said, everyone needs to leave. See, I <laughs> Doctors I'm just included. not, I'm so non-confrontational that I just, there's so many times that I look back and I had wished that I, and you're completely right, find your voice because there's so many times that I look back and I wish that I had spoken up and I had kind of put my foot down and I had, because I did have my second time around, you're more, you know more, you've been through it already. So you know that things that you want to change and I wasn't able to change a lot of those things my second time around because I didn't put my foot down because doctors do this you know delivery nurses they do this all day every day you're just another face as bad as that sounds so if you don't stand up and advocate for yourself they're going to do it the way that they have done it all day all week all month Right, right, right. No, that's, that's super true. And like I, you know, we both said, I think that labor and delivery nurses are angels on this earth, but yes, if there's something that you need or something that you feel is off or something that you want to do differently, you need to speak up and really, really, I'm someone who's super, super, super is in tune and trusts my instincts and you have to be like that. Like, you know, I remember when I was pregnant with Ariana, that's like when the business of being born was out, like first came out or was close, you know, it was still pretty new. And so it was all this like, don't let them let you lay on your back and epidurals stall labor. And you know what? I'm sure that's true for plenty of people. For me, it was completely the opposite. Like with the back labor, I was in so much pain. Nothing else felt good, but being on my back, my epidural literally sped my labor up with Ariana. Um, and, and, and with Canaan, it was different. With Canaan, I was on my side. Like I was literally just trusting my body rolling and moving and, and doing what I needed to do to work him out. And it's a very, like if you're still in your pregnancy, really kind of, I would, I would say every day spend some time literally just listening to your body and just being quiet and, you know, kind of trying to get in tune with your body because you'll feel you better will. And that's, I failed at hypnobirthing but that's essentially like the the whole point of it is to be able to shut the pain off to be able to listen to your body and to tell your body that it's okay that it's it's not dying <laughs> yeah and remind yourself like this has been happening since the beginning of time and like with the contractions i can't remember if this was like a hypnobirthing notion or if, i don't know where i got this but it really 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 helped ride the pain don't fight yeah. it like don't clench up and like 
try and make it go away. No, literally write it out. You know that it's going to kind of be like a mountain. You go up the mountain, it peaks, and then you know it's going to come back down again. Um, and that was super also, helpful. I guess what my, what my last tip, um, especially, I mean, <laughs> I know no two labors are alike, but one thing that I felt was really, really, especially for first-time moms, because you don't know what's going to work, so it's okay to try a bunch of different things. I had so much butthole labor. I don't know if that's a thing, <laughs> but <laughs> um, I had so much like butthole, like that's, it felt like it literally, like when I, when the peak of my contraction came, it felt like somebody was pulling my butthole from the inside out through my mouth. Like it hurts so bad in like that area that the best yeah. thing for me, like pain wise, like if you start feeling that, if you like squat, like squatting on a ball, if you don't have a ball, like just like squatting, like you're like peeing outside, that kind of squat, like that, and just like kind of swing your butt in and out, it helps a lot with your contractions. That's what, like monkey style, like work them butthole <laughs> contractions, girl. Like, no, see, and as stupid as it sounds, like spreading your hips and like dropping in, because I mean, bouncing on a ball, everybody knows about bouncing on a ball. But if you get into that really low position where you're like, you have to look like a caveman, like trying to eat a meal. Like if you just like open, it opens everything up and it pulls everything down. For sure. I would, when I used to sit on the ball with Ariana, I could feel her slip down, but like when I was early, when I was too early in pregnancy, like she would ride the fuck back up when I was done. But you, it's it's super true. And like you know, our ligaments when you're pregnant are so stretchy and nasty, and uh, you know, willing to move that don't think it won't yeah. work because you know, you know there's there's hormones at play that make it so it does. Yeah. But yeah, I think that um pretty much covers it. And if you are a pregnant person and have questions or are concerns or, you know, are you, if you're going through this like, for the second time, but it's been a while and you can't remember, feel free to reach out to us at any time. I mean, I think we're both pretty yeah, open. Yeah, for sure. And honestly, good. If you are pregnant, this is your first time or even your second or third or fourth time. Good luck. Enjoy it because I think childbirth is one of the best and craziest and most amazing experiences ever. It for sure is. As much as I hate it, it's wonderful. It really, really is. And um, yeah. So uh, write us in detail about your butthole contractions. <laughs> Listen, if you if you know what I'm talking about about these butthole contractions, <laughs> you let me know. Okay, go to our Instagram, Sass Mouth to Pod. And you let me know about your butthole contractions because I know I'm not the only one. Just write hashtag my butthole contractions. Hashtag b-hole cons. Yes, there you go. If you don't want the whole world to know. Uh, you want to take a break? Yeah, let's take a break. We are back for our Teen Mom Talk. I'm honestly over Teen Mom. And I don't know. I, you know, I have to wonder if it's because like we pay more close attention since we talk about it, that it's like the joy is sucked out of it for me. No, I honestly think it's because MTV has one thing I will say about keeping up with the Kardashians and shows of that nature. 
are that like even Rojas wives, like they are very good production wise yeah. with keeping <laughs> things that come out like private and with teen mom and MTV in general, they don't do that. So we, what we're seeing is things that we knew about nine months ago. Yeah. And it's like, even in this episode, Javi with that damn ring, y'all don't make it. You don't make it. So it's like even seeing the whole thing was so like cringeworthy to me. Not that it wouldn't be f- anyways, but yeah. Sorry, but, there's yeah. The walk. Oh, I can yeah, hear your cricket. That is the sound of summer. Yeah, I know. And I live in the country, so it doesn't really help. Oh, that's a good little backdrop. I didn't know you could hear that. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, it's been raining here. Yeah, it has been raining here, too. I think that's why you can hear it so well. I also have a wasp nest that I'm fighting with. So You should probably stop. I mean, I'm not actually fighting with it. I'm just, like, complaining about it. <laughs> You're just hating it. Um, okay, so how do you want to do this? Just by girl? Yeah, we can do that. Because it was very one subject. And that's another yeah. thing that I think I'm getting tired with was, is this show is, it's one sub, one small subject per girl per episode broken up into 45 minutes or whatever. Yeah. And it's like, and I know that the girls have, you know, reign over what they want to show and they should, blah, 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 whatever. Um, I would have rather followed Janelle on whatever fucking errands she was running. The vice president of the company's coming to your house and you have to run errands. She okay, cool. She's like, I had to work today. Doing what? She- no, she said I had to run errands. Oh, I thought she was like, I had to work today, so David's meeting with. I was like, doing what? This is your job. <laughs> I think, regardless, job errands, I think it was drugs related. Yes. Um, like, that would have rather seen that. Um, I would have rather the camera's been with Chris and Lux the whole time. Like, didn't need to see Kale at all. Um, like, it's like the stuff that I actually want to see, they, they don't, don't show. <laughs> to not do that. But it's like, as a I'm getting bored. As a viewer, but, I think my feeling should matter because I'm the one that's watching it. <laughs> that's uh, making the show last. Um, okay, so we'll just start with Janelle. So, I mean, Ensley turned one. Her ceiling I, is cracking. I don't know anything about houses, so I can't really speak on this. But David, it sounds like David's fault. They were like, you added 12 yeah. extra feet of dirt and it got wet. It's going to sink. Well, yeah, David sounded like he knew too much about fucking houses. And I know he was saying he's built house. He was like, I've built houses and I've rebuilt houses. Okay, so clearly you messed up the first time when you were building these houses. You're not the one to take advice from, David. And the fact that the vice president of the company came out, either this company has eight employees or <laughs> this is the the perk of a C-list star, I guess. No, I'm sure MTV probably was got into it because he, he threw that whole, my wife has 12 million followers on Instagram. <laughs> not true and not at all and um did you hear the way david was talking to this vice president he was like you can take that idea and shove it up your ass and then was like come back with a check and was like he just said so many things that i was like this man is has no idea how to be in public that's why they live yeah he's super volatile and like yeah i'd be pissed too if my house was cracking like they just moved in like the house is not even a year old or whatever and it but it's a modular home you live in fucking swamp land like there's certain things that should have been certain precautions that should have been taken here and, and why don't honestly, you have like 
I don't under, I mean, like I said, I don't know how houses work. I've never built a house, but like, don't you put a modular home on like cement? Uh, I think that'd be the smart thing to do. Like that's why they were talking about the slab. And I'm like, isn't it supposed to be a cement slab? Not like a dirt slab. Dirt. I don't think, I don't understand how any houses would survive on dirt unless they are like up on stilts or whatever, like, you know, beach town houses. Um, And either way, I feel like when you're getting a house built, it is your responsibility to be on top of the fucking building. Like, so if David knew from his core and all of his, uh, his, uh, you know, past experience building and rebuilding houses, like he should have escalated then. Like, what are they really going to do now? Yeah. And at the same time, like, I understand that the company had an inspector, but you should, I, I just feel like you should take the extra steps if you are build, getting a house built. If you built. feel like something's wrong, yeah, 100%. Especially if it's a modular home where they're building it and then putting it on your property. You should have somebody come out that isn't connected to that company and make sure everything's okay. Right. That's so true. Because especially the nature of the modular home. It's like, you know, they're not as invested. Well, that's like, okay. So where I live, that's majority of the home are modular homes because really yeah like it's a big thing here because it's military town it's an it's a it's a quick thing like it's a quick way to get a house built and stuff like that so there's a lot of them plus um we have a lot of like i don't they're not like a lot of the neighborhoods are double wides they're just right they're double wides with cement bases which is why i don't understand like and where Janelle and them live, like, it's Wilmington is not far from, yeah. So I just don't yeah. understand why. I mean, you live it, it, a coastal town. It's not going, it's going to flood. It's going to be a lot of sand. It's not going to be a lot of, like, I don't know, building land. It's not going to be, like, a lot of, you have to, like, take care of it before you can put a house on it. Right. hundred percent. Ugh, they're so annoying. Um, Her front porch, mess. Like, it was like there's stuff everywhere what and i don't dead even know. tree or plant right there like take it yeah. off um they bought that survival stuff like i thought they were joking but then janelle was like north korea says they got a button and and trump says he got a button and then i was like is janelle anti-trump like mm, i highly doubt janelle is anti <laughs> i highly doubt janelle is anti-trump <laughs> i think she's concerned because she i think she's one of those people that are like my president does what he says he's going to do and the country, the other countries don't respect him and don't like it. So I know that he'll like he's that kind of person. Yeah. Oh gosh. You're, you're so right. Um, yeah, but that's pretty much it with Janelle. Yeah. No, yep. no big, um, to do. Her friends uh, seemed mildly normal. Yeah. I don't know who these people are. I mean, I have to imagine that they're just people who are like, I enjoy hanging out on TV or like, you know, I know that everyone gets really close with their production crew. So it's like, are they friends with production at this point? Or, I don't think you know, Janelle and David are friends with their production people, though. Absolutely not. Not at all. Oh, God. They probably, like, go home at night and pray, like, it's for the kids. like, the short end of the stick. Like, the intern comes on and they're like, all right, James, you're at Janelle and David's. <laughs> Good luck. Um yeah so then next they showed chelsea um adam's child support got lowered to 500 a month from 900 a month which is like he's not gonna pay it anyway (laughs) 
it was like and i felt her when she was like he's gonna think it's a win she's like it's it wasn't actually about the money it's just that he's gonna think it's a win yeah um that would have bothered the shit out of me too um she maturely talked to aubrey about you know adam's sick i think that knowing chelsea she probably did that in a great way and hearing that adam's mom like went behind it yeah that was super like this lady's spiraling and for her to be like it's you're believing lies you're believing lies like that i'm almost sad for her like you she wants to believe her son so much that she can't see through it and also i like i said this last episode she's losing time with aubrey she got that time with aubrey adam was never there you know so that's really what's driving this whole thing but her being hostile and stuff like that is about to get her but also you know if that's the case why did she not go to lunch with aubrey yeah i would love to know that like i need to look and see if adam's mom has a twitter or something and like just see if she explains <laughs> this okay so um, speaking of chelsea okay i watching cole like watching her and cole have the conversation about the whole adam and his mom thing looking at cole i think because cole's a good looking guy like cole's a good looking yeah. guy and i never understood like I don't know, maybe I'm just jaded, but I'm just like, you're good looking, why are you so nice? Like, kind of sort of thing. But I think yeah. that I have a theory that Cole was, like, ugly in high school and middle school. And he, like, glowed up and he doesn't know how cute he is because he's one of those people that are, like, insanely sweet. Yes. And people that are insanely sweet weren't, like, given i feel like weren't given everything because they were cute in high school so i feel like at some point he had an ugly face no i agree or at least or like just like low self-confidence or uh didn't pay him attention i would say i feel like there's something that like traditional pretty girls didn't show him attention because chelsea's pretty and cole's very good looking and yeah i agree i think cole's very be a very sweet person and he may have been fucking hot this whole time but i just (laughs) he might just have extraordinary parents (laughs) (laughs) yeah um, he's just so sweet. I just, I yeah. love how, like, him even talking about how Adam's mom was, like, confronting him. And he was like, well, no, it's not fair. And, you know, it's, it's very sweet. And as Chelsea, like, I feel like Chelsea, okay, you always say you're non-confrontational. I always say I'm non-confrontational. I think Chelsea's super non-confrontational. But hearing Cole say that his mom basically pulled a nathan on her on him i mean if i was chelsea i'd be going the fuck off i'd be like listen bitch you're not gonna talk to my uh my sweet ass man with his baby talk voice like that <laughs> yeah and even when she was like like I, I mean i'm sure that chelsea also is very self-aware so when yeah. she's recording it's she, i think she's extremely self-aware because i mean yeah. look at who she's on the show with like yeah. i'm sure that she's extremely self-aware but even like towards the end of that conversation where she's just like, I mean, if she's going to continue to do this, I mean, I don't mean to be rude, but she needs to, she needs to shut her mouth. And I was just like, I would have said a lot where I would have been like this fucking old bitch. No, I'd be like, that's why I saw her cheating on her husband. Like (laughs) directly into the camera because I was talking. Like, yeah, it would be, I can't believe she even talked to Cole at all about this. I mean, Wow. I just was, I was so taken aback for Cole and I wanted to be there to protect him. I know. <laughs> um, I also yeah. love, 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 love the fact that their playroom and their living room is split by barn doors. Like, I love that. Oh, it's amazing. It's so cute. 
like their house i really i need a like their a house layout with the with the with, when they did the pan over with the snow is beautiful oh i know and i could never understand the neighborhood but i get it now like it, i was oddly happy to see this it was one of the highlights of the show (laughs) for me to see chelsea's neighborhood um it is super beautiful and i think it's still really cool how they're kind of they're still in the same house yeah but sometimes i wonder this is something i thought the other day i wonder okay theory here um i wonder if they have another house and they just film there because they were actively looking for another house and they got more private and i truly believe chelsea's on the way out you know i truly believe she's not gonna be on the show for much longer so i re- i wonder if this was just like their i'm on when the pause they- of this season is the last season for the show oh i hope to god i don't think really they'll put out another season i think that they're wrapping production wise they're wrapping this season up very well yeah mm, i really hope so um okay so i think that was pretty much it about chelsea um kale i was my kids teeth late like super late so knowing that lux has a tooth was very strange to me yeah my kids teeth very early (laughs) like i was like what do you mean he has a tooth kale is that your evil in him making these teeth come out (laughs) you know my kid my kid has lincoln teeth at this point lincoln teeth he's got like teeth that are budding but still haven't popped through it's a very long process with these last couple teeth but his first like eight teeth came in very quickly and very early the same with aubrey i'm pretty sure canaan only still has six teeth and like two of those are only halfway out and really? he's almost he'll be 18 months in august yeah my kid's teeth super late. four up top the two molars in the back up top and five on the bottom he has molars yeah he's got his he got his one-year-old molars at 10 months damn yeah he's and it's the weirdest thing ever because when he opens his mouth you can see these big ass white teeth in the back but he's got no teeth (laughs) on the side he's just got like his forefront oh that's so funny um okay yeah so lux visited with chris um are her and dom together I think so. I are you talking about in real time, like right now? Yeah. I think that they either are, or if they're not, it was a it's a recent thing. Like I think that recently, I saw that they were together. But I don't know. Yeah, I have to I double know check. That, okay, so crisscross right here. Um, remember when Kale <laughs> went to Jamaica with Leah? Yes. She went with. What is her name? What is her name? She went with the chick from v- from Love and Hip Hop. Oh. Not Masika. Was it Masika? One of the M's. Um, she was dating a girl that looked a lot like Dom. Which is weird. <gasps> really? Yeah. I think her name is like, I think it was Masika. Um, go ahead, but keep Dom- talking. I'll, I'll tell you. Dom is a girl who looks a lot like Tyler from Team Mom OG. Yeah. Just FYI. Um, yeah, so Javi comes over to say he's deploying. And did he ever? I don't think he ever actually wound up deploying. Yeah, I don't know I, about that. I don't think he went again. Time got canceled. Wise, I'm, okay, yeah, because I'm confused about all of that. There's no way. I mean, it, it would have been all over social media. Like, whenever 
happy deployed last time like one he was in qatar which i mean i guess he could have been somewhere different but like i guess being in qatar is not quite the same as being deployed in like you know combat zone and so he was constantly like on snapchat and and stuff like there would have been way more stuff on the internet about his deployment antics i think yeah and the whole timeline because it seems very um it seems like a like like I said, we knew all about, about all of this so long ago that I feel like it could have been. It could have. I happened. don't even know. Right. No, totally agree. Um, him and Brianna just annoy the shit out of me, and like he's rushing things, and I think that, per even here, I think that Javi's pushing harder than Brianna is. Like he's the chaser. Whole one hundred percent. Javi has straight up crazy eyes. Like crazy. Like she's like he's like we're gonna be together forever. Yes, and that tattoo. Oh my god, I was screaming at my TV. Like y'all are so dumb. And I'm not even someone who's like tattoos have to have deep meaning. Like I love tattoos. You can get whatever fucking tattoo you want. Do not get one tied to someone like Javi. Yeah, and like wait a couple. I don't know months or something. Yeah, no, they were to I don't know if they've been together two months at this point or if they've literally just known each other for two months at this point. And when she picked Javi up from the airport and he's like, I've missed you girls so much. Like talking to Nova and Stella. I was like grossed out. I was like, stop it, Javi. And you forget how immature they are and how I mean just like, not even in age, but like just completely immature because like like Brianna says, um, when she asked Javi about how long his brother and his wife have been together he's like oh five years and she's like oh my god a such a long time uh yeah i thought the same thing like girl you have a seven-year-old you know how quickly that time goes like or however old nova is it was just super yeah that part stood out to me too um as being very strange and oh wait were we done with kale their story's Oh, wait, real quick about the kale thing. Um, Chris bought hangers, onesies, socks, and... <laughs> I don't think Chris bought that shit. I bet you his aunt was at Target one day. I was like, ooh, let's get this, and gave it to... I don't, I don't even think Chris put the effort in to buy that random-ass stuff. Like, I really think someone else did. Oh, I 100% believe that. I think... I honestly think it was just, like... Uh, like, a cartwheel offer kind of sort of thing yeah. monique slaughter that's who it was sorry i've been looking about this i've been trying to do this this whole time monique slaughter was who well, she went to uh who she went to Jamaica. hawaii with and who had dated the girl her name was like uh red rose or ruby or something ruby like the one from uh orange no, is new black her. it was it was okay. something along the lines of that name but it wasn't her well uh but she looked a lot like uh like her short hair uh white lady um okay well yeah honestly this episode with kale i you know i'm not a kale fan but she didn't do anything wrong that i hate (laughs) that i hate except for she spent all that time doing her hair and makeup to put on some yoga pants and a velour zip-up hoodie to go meet with Chris's family. Like, what are you At doing? The station. 
<laughs> Actually, I know a lot of people who do that. I know, it's but why do all of that for the police station? Uh, yeah, no, seriously. Like, she should have went, if she was going to wear that, she should have been, like, messy bun, maybe some mascara or something. But I'm just not a makeup person, so maybe that's why I feel this way. Um, she... I mean, Javi came over, they talked about being deployed. I think Kale really is... All right, this is going to be weird, worded weirdly. I think Kale is a good mom in the moment when she's with her boys. I think she's one of those people that doesn't realize that what she does outside of their house also affects her kids, if that makes sense. Like, I don't think her kids are ever in danger. I think she truly does want what's best for them. I think that she does not realize that having, as she put it, multiple friends come up through the house while Javi was deployed and, you know, making choices like that. I don't think she realizes how much they actually do impact her children. I think she's just a a hypocrite. Like, I think, I don't think... like you said, I don't, I don't doubt that she's a good mom. I would never say that she's not a good mom. I think that she's very hypocritical and she, yeah. I mean, I probably would be the same way. If, if I do something, if I do something around my kids, it's different because I know that I have the best, my be- their best interest at heart. And so if somebody yeah. else does the same thing, I might feel different about it, but I don't think that's the case with Kale. I don't think, that's Kale's reasoning. I think that she's also very petty. And so she doesn't want you, like she wants to control your happiness. Yeah, no, and that's what it is. She wants to, she's a, look, I'm a control freak, but she wants to control other people. You know, that's exactly what it is. And she wants, she's one of those people who wants her people to want her. And she'll do crazy things to make that happen. Like, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but like, no, she did nothing that I hate in this episode. Yeah, no, I uh, 100% agree. I was seriously dying, though, when she was going through that Target bag. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> These baby hangers. One, pro tip, don't hang up baby clothes. Like, literally only hang up extremely nice outfits until they get older. I don't start using baby hangers until, like, 2T. Um, like, oh, are Quay and Bone sisters? I don't know, but they're fucking related somehow in this genealogy gene pool. Like, and their names are Quay and Bone, and they're super annoying. And when she was like, I've missed you so much, Lux, shut up. Like, you don't, like, what is wrong with you? It's been four hours. (laughs) Like, Like, literally. Like, what a weirdo. I can't stand them. You know how I feel Uh, about Kale's friends. Ugh. Yes. Um, and then, so we did Leah. Gracie had me cracking up and she was like, I don't like to be a hot mess in the morning. <laughs> that is like, your kid. Yes. I, yes. It's <laughs> like, you are your mama's daughter. Um, I can't believe Addie's going to be five. I know. Like, that's crazy. I didn't realize she was actually older than our girls. I thought they were like very close in age. If not, she was younger. Um. Oh, I didn't even think about it like that. I guess I didn't know she was that old. Yeah, because I remember Leah was pregnant when I was pregnant with Ariana. But I thought there was more overlap than I guess that there was. Um, um, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. Um, what do you think about the whole Jeremy and Leah hooking up thing? Um, I thought it was funny that Jeremy was like, 
I'll make the whole world go crazy with this right here. And Leah was like, I told that. Yeah. No. And then the producer was like, I suspect it. It's like, what? <laughs> yeah, that was the cameras were actually there. Um I mean I'm not like I don't know. I think that in the right setting, in the right situation, Jeremy's just so I don't think Jeremy's so unattractive to me. So that's where a lot of this comes from. But I think in the right situation and I think if Leah's in a good place and Jeremy's in a good place that it could work out. I think that it didn't work out. Because they both were just, it was, they shouldn't have been together. It was, it, yeah. they shouldn't have been together. They weren't, I don't think, right for each other at the time. But Leah, like she says, she's grown so much. And I think Jeremy matured so much with, you know, having to take, having to have a, because he truck drives, right? Yeah. Like, oh, no, no, no. He's like, he's like pipeline type stuff. Like. Oh, oil rigging, right? Yeah. Um, yes. But yeah, like, I mean, responsibility wise, I think they both are, have grown so much that I think it could be a good thing. I also think that Leah is just deserves better. I don't know. Like, I just, I don't think, I don't think that she should be going backwards. Yeah. And I think that the fact that she is like, um, no, it wouldn't. I mean, she basically seemed to be insinuating, like, no, it wouldn't. Yeah, when the producer was like, so is there any feelings there? And Jeremy was like, oh, I don't know. Leah was like, no. No. Yeah, she like quick second was like, no. (laughs) Um, But good for her. And I think that like she did come out of top on top of this one. Like, I mean, she obviously had a really rough time. She obviously struggled with drugs and depression. And, you know, I don't blame Jeremy one second for being like, I'm done. But it like yeah they were different people and his job did take him away and I think that he does it doesn't bother him that his job takes him away but Leah didn't want to have that kind of life yeah and I think that you know. Leah I think that it also wasn't working for her because of what she needed emotionally yeah well and I think part of the part of the reason why I'm like the part of me that did you like die just now no I I closed I have a big like uh, wooden like barn door gate so I just closed it oh, yeah. it sounds very loud um yeah th- I think part like as a f- f- I don't want to say the word fan of the show as someone with knowledge of the show like whenever they divorce I wanted for him to be someone who was more like Javi you know to the older girls like I wanted him to still kind of play that role in their life even though they have a great dad but I don't think that I think the difference with that is Jeremy never played that role see I thought he uh, I mean maybe you're right I don't know maybe I'm Jeremy played a a very Jeremy played a a great stepdad role but because of the way that Leah was with Corey Corey yeah and how the girls are that Corey is a very Joe's more laid back so like yeah. he's not he's like you know I'll take all the help I can get like these this is my boy but I'll take you know with Corey I think yeah. Corey's very much like I'm a dad and so Jeremy was a filled in like the it yeah. Right. yeah it wasn't he just wasn't needed in that role and that's true I mean like yeah everyone loves Joe now but you know he had a rocky yeah start. you know like Javi was very good for Isaac in his life at that time and that's why they forged such a strong bond. Um, yeah, I guess you're right about the whole Jeremy thing. Oh, I'm tired. Oh, you sound sleepy. I mean, I guess that's really all that was 
into like all that was really in this episode. If 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 anybody is listening ever and you have any suggestions for any other like TV that you think we should because we're eventually going to I guess try to expand this a little bit. Teen Mom's not gonna yes. last forever. I mean, I'm getting sick of it. Yeah. So, um you can email us, Instagram us, carrier pigeon us a letter <laughs> and let us know of any other tv shows Show. yeah and um like i know there are some new ones coming out like the one with like Kristen cavalieri i'll watch that because i loved like the hills and um Homeboy wore combat boots to the beach i know you don't want him to be your boyfriend that's my favorite <laughs> quote i rewatched this like i called many people bobby for a long time <laughs> My favorite thing also was when she was like, this guy's hitting on me. Is he cute? And she looked over and she's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, that's funny. Oh, yeah. So um, we still have to talk about Brianna. Uh, I thought we did. Oh, well. I mean, yeah, we got crossed over a little bit. But there's really not much more to say. Javi is crazy. Like, Brianna's like, oh, wait, one thing. Whenever Javi was like, I'm going to miss Stella's birthday. Brianna had a look on her face like, damn, I guess I was supposed to invite you to her birthday. Like, <laughs> I don't think I even crossed her mind. I was like, I'm Stella's first birthday. <laughs> she was just like, I mean, it's fine. Like, Yeah, it's no, okay. she really was like, <laughs> it, it's going to be okay. And he was um, like, you have to be at the airport when I get back. Yeah, I was like... These aren't your biological kids, Javi. Like, what's going on? I hear, like, as I mean, this is me and Jamar's first deployment, but I just am in that lifestyle, I guess, to a point. So I get, like, I'm sure that for Javi, it was very hard for him last go around with the divorce and, like, not having his kid or kids there when he got home. I'm sure it was very traumatic for him. So kind of weird, because, like, like, can you imagine coming home after being gone for so long and seeing all of these people like being reunited yeah. with their families and their loved ones? Yeah, it sounds like he has a little like PTSD from it. Though. Definitely, like, yeah, he's like for sure traumatized. You have to be there. You have to be there. Like, yeah, it was. She's like, we've been together for two months. Okay, <laughs> I feel like every time Javi talks, Brianna, she's like, okay. In her head, she's like, we'll fucking see. Like, if, if I'm around, what do you mean if? Yeah, no, that was crazy. <laughs> They're just nuts but um yeah that was pretty much it for brianna and javi except for javi buying a ring like this and especially knowing now because javi straight up came out and said it like when he was talking to brianna he was also talking to kale so it's like why were you buying this ring what was wrong with you what was your, yeah like, what was the point and did was javi there javi's sister was she wearing like did she just come from work because i could have sworn she was wearing like a tgi friday's like, no, sure. I did not know. I have no idea. I was like, God damn. <laughs> Dropping on your sister fresh off work? Right. She just had to deal with fuckers during lunch hour at TGF Fridays. And also, yeah. I didn't realize, like, how, like, how much, like, their lips are, like, a family trait. Oh, yeah. Like, totally. When I saw but I, sister, I was like, oh, okay he's friends in the family okay you guys look a lot alike <laughs> yeah they really do that's funny um but yeah that was pretty much it yeah 13 mom too i mean kind of boring episode i've been 
I don't know. I just kind of piled through it. I honestly think if you have Netflix, I highly suggest watching Girls Incarcerated. I watched it yesterday. I rewatched it again today. I probably will watch it again <laughs> tomorrow because it's that good. I'll have to watch. And speaking of Netflix, oh God, I don't even know if I can talk about it. Sense8? Yes. <laughs> there is a glorious show, Sense8, that was abruptly and brutally axed by the fucking assholes at Netflix. And I wrote them a scathing tweet, by the way. Um, and this show is amazing. You should watch it. It's literally the most diverse cast ever. It's so beautifully shot. The sex scenes are literal works of art. The last sex scene that they had in this, they basically did like a movie concession to fans because we were so pissed that it got um, canceled after two seasons. There was still so much story to tell. It was a work of art. Like, if I knew I would not get in trouble for copyright infringement, I would literally record it and post it and I might do it anyways. And I don't, I, th- I think you actually, I think the rule is as long as it's under 30 seconds. Oh, uh, well, they're going to be like 10 Instagram stories <laughs> or something like that. Cause I mean, I do it all the time. I do it. I posted it. Maybe I'll post my clips from girls incarcerated. I post, uh, like clips like that to my Instagram all the time and nobody's ever come after me I mean what are you gonna take well girl we're like two steps away from being super fucking famous so I mean (laughs) two steps followers (laughs) (laughs) right (laughs) we're on that step right now um yeah it's just beautiful and I mean really people should watch it it's really one of those shows which it's not like a comedy it's definitely like a drama but it's one of those shows where it's literally my first thought when I found out I was canceled is like there's so much bad in this world why could we not hold on to the good like it's amazing and also oh yeah one other recommendation the MTV movie and TV awards hosted by Tiffany Haddish were fucking hilarious and I encourage everyone to go watch them see I saw that on my app earlier um, also, I had a little bit of moment of panic because for some reason the app wasn't like connecting. Um, if you didn't listen to our first episode, uh, Amina is letting me use her Fios login so that I can watch the MTV app because the MTV app, app doesn't work with my cable subscription or something like that. I don't know why. Um, but I thought you had like logged me out somehow. <laughs> like, you know, I always think we're fighting. I'm waiting for yep. the moment it falls apart. So it's just like, oh God, this is it. You're going to create that reality. <laughs> and then I'm going to be like, Tara, you have no one to blame. But yourself. But, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, I don't know. I'd be thinking Brandon be logging me out. I'd be, I get pissed like when he's at work and I'm like trying to like put something on for the kids. I'm like, why the fuck isn't this connecting right now? <laughs> trying to put on the MTV <laughs> Movie Awards. Yeah, something like that. Um, uh, yeah. Do you have um, a mom failure one this week, or did you just want to do your uh, recommendations? I'm trying to think. I don't. I like well, these last few weeks have just been long. I don't. I don't even know what day it is. Like, what about you? You started off. I'll think. Well, I mean, no, really. I mean, my mom win every week until Jamar comes back is the fact that I made it another day. I made it another week. 
without anything crazy happening, I guess my mom fail would be the reason why we're recording. We normally record on Tuesdays. That's why we release on Wednesdays. Uh, it's currently Wednesday night. The reason why we're recording tonight is because yesterday my daughter decided she was going to try some Scooby-Doo moves um, on her brother while they were playing on the bed. And from my, my closet is in my bedroom. So it's literally like four steps from my bed. Uh, I hear Scooby-Dooby-Doo and then a big thump. And I'm guessing somehow Aubrey pushed or shoved her brother off the bed. And he has fallen off the bed before. So it's not, it's not crazy high up. He's fallen off the bed before it's carpet. It's never been anything like crazy. Uh, he's got a really big head, so he falls a lot. Um, but this time it just, he, I picked him up. He was crying a lot and he just didn't look right. I was just concerned. Um, he looked really sleepy. So I took him in. It was close to his bedtime. That's why he looked sleepy. He was completely fine. We stayed at the ER for like four hours for them to do like a touch of his rib cage, a touch on the top of his head to tell me he's fine. How annoying. But yeah, I feel like kids always hit their heads right before nap or bedtime. Whenever my kids have hit their heads the hardest, I'm like, fuck, what is happening right now? Is it just normal nap time, bedtime stuff, or is it because there's something worse? It also doesn't help that when my kid is tired, he does these really hard blinks. So I I literally call call them his, that's a raven moments, because that's what it looks like. (laughs) Like, he literally will blink super hard and then open his eyes and look, like, confused. And he only does it when he's extremely tired because I guess he's like trying to keep himself awake. But he was doing that and it was really concerned to me because I was like, what if this is like a seizure I'm not picking up? Right? That would have been, been the mom fail yeah. next week. <laughs> Turns out maybe having seizures. <laughs> um, yeah, I, yeah, we've been there. We've all yeah. been there. Um, Kanan, I guess one of my fails is I'm just not watching him closely enough because he keeps wind up pinching his fingers in like horrible situations. One of them being somehow he got his fingers underneath like where the seat and the back part meet at Target, like <gasps> the Target. Amina, I didn't tell yeah. you. Oh my God, go ahead, continue. Did one of- Sorry, I didn't even tell you. No. Well, now now I want to know what happened. Okay, so the other, it was last Thursday, so it was right before I came home. I left Friday, Saturday. So, yeah, I think it was either Thursday or Friday. I left Saturday to drive back home, but I had to go to Target to get, like, diapers and stuff. Went to Target, put Lincoln in the cart, and you know how, like, their legs go in the two openings? Well, Lincoln mm-hmm. likes to stand up in it. And so he'll wiggle around. Well, somehow he got his leg stuck in the opening that's next to the opening for their leg. So I didn't realize until I'm getting to the, I got to the car, was putting my groceries or my groceries, my bags in the car. And I go to pull him out and his foot stuck. Not like kind of stuck, like super stuck. And so I'm just like, great. Like, I don't know what I'm going to do. Like, I'm just like, should I take the car back to Target and like ask for help? Like, I just am standing there. 
because this. I don't know what to do. So a, the lady that checked out behind me was coming out and she was like, oh no, is he stuck? And so she got really, really worried, <laughs> like really worried when she saw it, which made me worry even worse. So she's like trying to oh open gosh. it, but I mean, it's like the hard steel or whatever it is. Like you can't, you can't like open it with your bare hands. So right. um, this guy, this older gentleman comes over, like we've been going at it for like three minutes at this point. Lincoln's like screaming. Um, this older gentleman comes over and he's like, oh, is this footstep? And he like pauses for a second. He goes, I got my bar. Go, I'm gonna go get my bar, babe, to his wife or whatever. So I'm like, okay. Oh so gosh. he like comes back with like a steel pipe <laughs> and like pries <laughs> it in there and like twists it and pop like opens it up to get his foot out. And he's like, just lift his foot, just lift his foot, just lift his foot. And he, it popped out and he just like, I was like, thank you. He just like grabbed it, put it by his side and walked away. He was like, no problem. I was like, why do you have that steel bar? But yeah, and the lady that was helping me originally felt bad, so she gave the kids the ice pop she had just bought. Aw, that's nice. Wait, are your Target cards metal? Yeah, it, I was at the one on 234. <sighs> oh my gosh, you're right. They have not changed yeah, their card. That's why I hate going there. Plastic. Yeah, I love the plastic ones. Oh my gosh, you're so right. Oh, what a terrifying experience and oddly not the first time i've been in a parking lot and someone has to their car and got a crowbar to help me with something so i'm not that surprised <laughs> by this it's it actually a toy it was a steel pipe like i was just like why are you why do you carry that around wow. i was like 70 years old that is so funny. I, you know what? G- quick thinking on his part, though, right? I can't believe I didn't tell you that. It was so traumatizing. That's probably why I was just like, you know what? I'm not doing this. I'm sure. Like, I'm not going to relive this. Oh, my gosh. And especially if it was metal, they wouldn't even be able, like, you guys would have had to call the fire department or something. And that's my fear. Not that, like, Lincoln would have been hurt or anything. That, like, I would have caused the spectacle at Target. Like, the, uh, the Target that I'm, like, I don't live here anymore. But every time I, like, or there, every time I go to that Target, I see somebody I knew from, like, high school or something. So, like, what if, like, they came and there's, like, a bunch of people that are, like, what's happening? And it's, like, 50 people from high school that are just, like, standing out there being, like, this dumb <laughs> bitch. Yeah. <laughs> well, I always knew you'd be the one. Because <laughs> the spectacle at Target. Yeah. No, I, I always see people at that Target. It's so annoying. And that food line. The one, like, down the street yeah i always <laughs> go to that one when i get when i come home because i love me a colossal donut that's shoppers what is down there i said food line oh, wait but- what food line are you talking about then the one over by oh montclair yes this is also this also this whole conversation is obsolete to anybody who is not from woodbridge so sorry <laughs> well you're like you know but by the way if you do have a shoppers around you you should go get a colossal donut because those are the best donuts hands down fuck Krispy Kreme fuck donuts donuts. are the worst yeah I agree I only like when they have special ones that are like cream filled with deliciousness but the colossal donuts are the absolute best you know that the Dunkin Donuts near my house is the only one in North Carolina that hand makes all their donuts that that like hand makes their donuts that like every day like every hour or it something like that. Well, because no Dunkin' Donuts really does it. Like a lot of them are, uh, 
like pre-dode or something like that. I don't know. But like our, I, I took a picture of it. Pretty, pretty sure I put it on Instagram at some point um, where there's like a sign out front of one of my Dunkin' Donuts. It's like, we're the only Dunkin' Donuts in North Carolina that uh, they do them from scratch every day or something. Well, I'm glad that you have access to there's that so, one. And they're so much better. I believe it. Totally believe it. I got donuts yesterday from the giant, right? Well, for the kids. Are you eating donuts? <laughs> okay, listen. So, yes. Okay. No, I'm not. But I did have a bite of Canaan. Like, they have sour cream donuts, and I love sour cream donuts. So, and I always get for Canaan because it's not, you know, he was, he's not going to get chocolate all over his face. Um, ew. And, like, the oil was old. You could tell something was just off with that donut. And it, it, it was very disappointing. There was a shoppers close to us here, but they closed it recently. And that was also very disappointing because they had no more access to their colossal donuts. But anyways, I feel like we feared. Yeah. We always <laughs> fear. Yeah. Um, I guess my mom win was we got through recital. Oh, yeah. And she looked amazing. Thank you. We should post pictures of both the girls. Yeah. We can do that. Um, through the recitals. And then mom fail. Like I said, Kanan's been hurting himself. Other mom fail but like Kanan's room has been getting hotter and it's actually the, the coolest room in the house but I was like we really need to buy him a fan and like I bought him a fan and then I took the new fan and then gave him my old fan so it's like I don't know if that's really mom fail but there's just certain things in life that I'm gonna put myself first and um apparently it was the new fan always post the picture of me that has is the best even if my kids look crazy in it because I post pictures of my kids all the time and they always look cute so I'm gonna have to take my wins when I can I 100% feel you I'm going through a phase right now where my hair has not been out of a bun like I've washed it don't get me wrong I mean I'm still like a one to two time a week washing my hair girl just because that's what I have to do to keep my hair like I have a very strange head of hair um but my hair, I don't think, has left a bun in... The last time my hair was straightened was when I saw you at your brother's graduation party. And that's because it was cool. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't think I've straightened it since then. Um, yeah. So I completely <laughs> feel you on... If I straighten my hair, I'm getting at least four pictures in five different outfits for my collection. Yeah, and I don't care if my kids look absolutely insane. I'm going to post the good pictures of me. Um... But anyways, I yeah. think we can wrap this episode up now. Um, until next week, guys, don't let motherhood kick you in the sass. Yeah. <laughs>